The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. Start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's the Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. a very good Wednesday morning to you, November 22nd, 7 a.m. This is the Morning Blend with Brenda. Thank you so much for tuning in on this day before Thanksgiving. Hopefully today you'll get to celebrate at home. Uh, I hope your plans are also well on your way. Uh, you might be leaving for work a little bit early. I know many people are going to want to get home early just to really start that celebration if you're heading to the airport today, pack lots of extra patients. <laughs> I think you're going to need it. It always gets so crowded. And they say levels of uh, travel, especially at the airport this year, uh, bigger than pre-COVID years. I mean, there are even more people heading to the airport today. So again, give yourself a little extra time. I'm going to talk some more about that uh, in news today. So for me, uh, I'm here on the morning blend. We'll be off here on Thursday for Thanksgiving holiday. We'll also be gone on Friday, but we'll be back live on Monday and I'll have a host with me so that we will be able to get back to our no regular co-hosting routine for the morning blend. So for me, second round of family showed up yesterday and they were driving from Northern California. Even on a Tuesday evening, they said traffic was really, really difficult. So like I said, pack a little bit of extra time if you are heading out today. For me, I'll try to get out of here a little bit early because I know that it's going to be crowded to get back across the river. Today's the day though, when I get home today, I go into my kitchen, I get out my apron, and we start cooking. We start getting as much as we can done. Here's the problem that I'm having, and I, I don't quite yet know how to solve it. My refrigerator is packed to the gills. I mean, space is at a premium right now, and I haven't even begun to get casserole dishes or whatever else I need to put in there. Now, a couple of years ago, I loved this look of this counter-depth refrigerator, it just doesn't store as much. It's beautiful to look at it and it gives me a little extra space to walk around. Not enough space. And I have the freezer in the garage, which is very handy, especially when the kids were little. We'd fill it up and uh, we would be able to use that. What I'm specifically now looking for, I think what I'm going to have to get, and I don't know if it exists, so you tell me. I need another garage refrigerator. I need to replace the one I have, which is probably 25 years old. I don't want to replace it. It works just fine. But I need a garage freezer that has a little refrigerator on it. Now, I don't, I, I, I've never seen one like that. So I don't know if it exists. But please, if it does, God, help me find it. St. Anthony, help me find what I need because there's just times where you need a little bit of extra refrigerator. 
So I don't know what I'm going to do. But anyways, the turkey's in a cooler in our backyard. It's cool enough outside right now that it's going to stay just fine. But it's for the other things that I'm going to need. So anyways, it is a good problem to have. And I am thankful. Don't get me wrong. I am thankful to have the ability to have food available to feed my family and that need extra space because so many people have arrived at the house. And so it's a day of Thanksgiving. There's so many things that we should be thankful for. You know, and even when times don't feel good for you, and maybe this year, you know, you're not feeling well or you're not able to be with your family it is because of our Catholic faith that sustains us, even through these difficult times. And that's the difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is going to come and go, go, but our Catholic faith brings us true joy. And that's what carries us through difficult times. So whatever your situation may be, thankful for what we have in front of us. And it is all a gift from God. So let's get our show started today. We've got so much fun. I've got some fun things planned for you throughout the show today. Well, you're going to hear some of the wonderful voices of the kindergartners at St. Thomas More Catholic School. I just go down the hill every year. I get to talk to them. And boy, what kids are grateful for will truly bring a smile and a laugh to your face for sure. And then we've got some great news, some important news to get to, to also movement in the Israel and Palestinian war. It seems like a deal has been brokered for a ceasefire and release of hostages. And also, even though he had very harsh words about Pope Francis during his campaign, the new president of Argentina stops in the middle of an interview to take a call from the Vatican. So all of that coming up on today's show, ways to be grateful also throughout. We'll start things now with Matt Faley and The Only Light. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. like watching the sunrise Knowing that it's gotta set I know a new day is dawning But I haven't seen one yet It's like a cold wind blowing But the storm is raging in So there's beauty and there's goodness But I know how it ends Go Heaven's busting in 
Nobody's gonna save you It's not your fight to win I'll be watching and praying Until once we your maker he's been waiting for this day I'll go on without you in my heart you always stay I'll magnify your beauty you made me who Heaven holds my heartache I do it all You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Well, coming up, we're going to check your weather, and then we're going to check in with Solidarity HealthShare. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day, for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of His merciful love. O oh my God, 
I ask of thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly thy holy will, to accept for love of thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle connects through AllSource Communications. Is a technology upgrade in your company's future? AllSource Communications is an independent local telecom brokerage specializing in internet and phone systems. Connect today at allsourcecommunications.com. That's allsourcecommunications.com or call 503-967-4887 for AllSource Communications, connecting Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Meanwhile, at Matraday Radio, we're gearing up for a new year filled with hope and promise. No matter what lies ahead of us, we want to be united with Christ through the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's why Matraday Radio has crafted a special gift just for you, our 2024 Marian calendar. Check your mailbox because we're sending you an uplifting reminder of all the days ahead to celebrate Our Lady. Matraday Radio's 2024 Marian calendar features beautiful artwork encouraging messages of hope, and a full list of the Blessed Virgin Mary's upcoming feast days. Put it in your home, office, or anywhere you might need some spiritual inspiration. It's our way of thanking you for more than 34 years of your generous prayerful support for Mater Dei Radio and the Hail Mary Media app. Look out for your 2024 Marian calendar. Just another way we're leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. It is 714 here at Mater Dei Radio. Rain moved in overnight and we have wet roads this morning. Showers going to continue until late in the morning. Then they begin to break up. we got a very busy travel day ahead, so take some time. Mountain passes will be damp but not snow covered. So highs today at 52 degrees and overnight were mostly cloudy with a low around 39. Then for your Thanksgiving day, we begin the day with clouds then mostly sunny into the afternoon highs getting to the low 50s. It also begins a period as we dry out got a mix of sun and clouds and no rain as we move into next week. Currently, it is 48 degrees at St. Ignatius Catholic Church in Portland and 47 degrees at the St. Vincent de Paul Center in Vancouver. Well, some relief may be at hand as legislative and regulatory changes expand Medicare's pool of behavioral health providers. So beginning in January, Medicare for the first time will allow marriage and family therapists and mental health counselors to provide services. Well, joining me today to explain this more, it is Chris Faddis. He is the president of Solidarity HealthShare, a health sharing ministry guided by the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Brenda. Great to talk to you. Well, with so many uh, notices and news articles about you know, ways that Medicare is reducing or doctors aren't accepting them anymore, it feels like it's a little surprising to see that, well, they're expanding. So explain this to our listeners. Yeah, I mean, essentially what they're doing is they're adding uh, a you know specialty, so to speak, of, of counseling therapists, uh, to their pool so they can have more people available to Medicare patients. So this will include uh, marriage and family therapists, mental health counselors, 
uh, and really just increasing the amount of uh, professionals available to support Medicare patients, which which is a good thing. I think it's a as we've talked about, it's an issue across the board for many Americans, and so um, and unfortunately, there there just are not enough uh, mental health specialists out there. So uh, it's important uh, that they do this. I think Medicare for a long time has had a history of being poor in their reimbursement for, for mental health. And so that's been one of the reasons why they haven't had enough. Uh, it sounds like they're they're turning the tide here. Well, Chris, with the guidance through solidarity for your members, you've recognized that this should be mental health services should be part of the plan and solidarity. You've been helping your members for so long. Remind our listeners about the ways that solidarity has been there for a long time now, helping your members out. Yeah, well, Ever since 2018, we became the first healthcare sharing ministry to, to in, you know, to offer mental health counseling as as a shareable medical service, uh, and and we've increased that over time. We've we've increased the number of visits available. We've increased the ability to access those providers, uh, as, you know, through different partnerships with groups like the Catholic Catholic Psych Institute and uh, Catholic Psychotherapy Association and others, uh, and we've continued to just really make sure that this is a prioritized. Uh, offering for our members because we see again how much of an issue as you and I have talked about before mm-hmm. mental health is I think uh, not just for children but obviously for for us as adults for people going through different medical crises uh, and you know we've we've continued to help that and then as well as you know there's a, a few good uh, kind of Catholic or Christian mental health telehealth options out there that we work with to get even more access for our members. Chris Faddis is joining us today. He is the president of Solidarity HealthShare, a HealthShare ministry that is faithful to the teachings of the Catholic Church. Well, Chris, Thanksgiving is upon us. It'll be Advent and then Christmas time. You know, for many people, this can be a difficult time of year, especially if in the last year they've lost somebody very dear to them. How does somebody go about through solidarity to recognize that, yeah, they do need some help, even if it's just some talk therapy? Uh, how can right. they go through solidarity that uh, to help them work through some of the troubles they could be having this time of year? Yeah. You know, like I mentioned before, you know, we have we have uh, several uh, partners that we work with directly that are that are counseling, uh, you know, services and therapists that are particularly Catholic and Christian, which is great. Uh, and, and that's actually really, especially when you're dealing with something like grief or loss or even, you know, the grief of just major change in life, empty nest syndrome, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, it's so important to have not only therapy and, and counseling, but, but also particularly therapy and counseling that's, that's in light with your faith that understands, you know, um, just the faith that you have and can help you kind of find that peace, find that, that, that way to cope with the difficulties that you're having. And so one of those is, you know, obviously those, those resources, we've partnered with dozens and dozens of Catholic therapists across the country, uh, as well as, like I mentioned, uh, Pastoral Solutions, which is a, a nationally recognized uh, telehealth solution that was started by Dr. Greg Popcheck. Uh, and then even some, some really great new partnerships we have with the Catholic Psych Institute that has some really great programs for inner healing uh, that they're that they're pr- promoting and we're supporting our members with that. And so all of those are ways that we really encourage members to, to face these issues, to, to deal with them head on, uh, no matter what it is. You know, another one I think we've talked about before, Brenda, is is using the Hallow app as a way to help calm the mind and work mm. through meditations and spiritual exercises. And that's something that our members have access to uh, at, at a free or reduced rate, depending on um, when they sign up for it. 
uh, they, they are able to access that program. And as, as we've talked about before, I think the Hallow app has so many wonderful meditations and reflections uh, and just uh, ways to help you cope with those daily stresses as well as those really difficult times. Uh, you know, sometimes, Brenda, it seems like we almost need someone to pray for us or with us. Exactly. Right? So the Hallow app is a really great solution for that. And that is a part of some of your services that you recognize there at Solidarity. It is the whole person, mind, body, and spirit that really makes Solidarity stand out so uniquely, especially with regards to our Catholic faith. Chris, we've been looking on TV along with all of the Black Friday ads that we're seeing. Lots of healthcare options popping up. Many people are in this open season and they're thinking about making a change. While they don't have to wait for open season to join Solidarity, now might be a great time, though, to look at some of the comparisons. Is there a way that they can talk to your members' service before signing up that can help a family make the best decision in making the switch over to a, a type of healthcare sharing ministry like Solidarity? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think, uh, you know, finding, um, uh, giving us a call uh, directly is probably the best way you get a hold of one of our team. But of course, you can fill out the information online at solidarityhealthshare.org or give us a call at 844 313 499984431349998 we've got a great team of wonderful people who who are there to help you uh you know navigate the program and see if there's any anything uh any questions you have and help you decide if it's a good fit for your family Oh, of course. And for your members who sign up and are working with them, it's also wonderful to have your members looking through billing to make sure that what doctors are recommending uphold the teachings of our Catholic faith. I think that's probably an added feature you're not going to find anywhere else. So it's just such a wonderful uh, program. We appreciate your time today, Chris. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Brenda. God bless. Uh, God bless you, too. Happy Thanksgiving. And again, that is Chris Faddis. He is the president of Solidarity HealthShare. You can find more information about Solidarity. I will add a link and include that phone number that Chris just mentioned. You'll find it on the podcast of this interview, MontedayRadio.com and the Hail Mary media app. It is 722 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, as your family gathers together this Thanksgiving, you might be looking for something to do. Of course, you can head over to Mater Day Radio's community calendar. So many great things happening, things that are actually happening this weekend. One of those, it is the opening of the Festival of Lights taking place at the Grotto. A great lineup of choirs will be there, lights that will just amaze the young and the old uh, and or the young at heart will say too and of course bring the true meaning of Christmas into the season. You can find a list of what's going on at the Grotto plus our community calendar at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. A great way to support Mater Dei Radio is through our leadership circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. My name is Miles. I'm thankful for my cousins. My name is Bennett, and I'm thankful for playing basketball. My name is Morial, and I'm thankful for foxes. My name is Riley, and I'm thankful for my rabbits. Oh, thank you so much. Again, those are the kindergartners from St. Thomas More. You'll be hearing them throughout the show. One of them said, I'm thankful for foxes. I think those are pretty cute, too. So thank you so much. And coming up, the news, Pope Francis contacted the president-elect of Argentina, even though he had some harsh words during the campaign. I'll tell you about that call coming up in news. Here is PJ Anderson and Rise. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Fine. 
And that is PJ Anderson and Rise. It is 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news, Pope Francis contacted the president-elect of Argentina, Javier Milei, to congratulate him on his victory in Sunday's runoff presidential election. The pontiff called the future president of Argentina on Tuesday and had a pleasant and good conversation, they said. When the call was made, an aide personally went looking for Malay, who was recording a television interview, and the president-elect interrupted the reporter to talk with the Holy Father. Malay also extended the invitation for Pope Francis to visit Argentina next year as head of state and leader of the church. The phone call from Rome comes after some harsh criticism of the Pope by Malay in public statements. The next president had claimed that the pontiff was the representative of the evil one on earth and had powered, pro- proffered other insults for which he was urged to apologize. In the presidential debates, Malay, in addition to offering his apology, guaranteed that if the Pope wants to visit Argentina, he will be respected not only as head of state, but as leaders of the Catholic Church. And Israel's cabinet on Wednesday approved a temporary ceasefire with the Hamas militant group that is expected to bring the first halt in fighting in a devastating six-week war and win freedom for dozens of hostages held captive in the Gaza Strip in exchange for the release of Palestinians detained on Israeli prisons. The deal calls for a four-day ceasefire during which Israel will halt its military offensive in Gaza while Hamas frees at least 50 of the roughly 240 hostages it and other militants are holding. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office said the first hostages to to be released are women and children. And under Wednesday's deal, Hamas is expected to release roughly 12 hostages each day. While the statement did not say when the truce would begin, Israeli media reports said the hostages could begin to be released as soon as Thursday. And gratitude was important to G.K. Chesterton. In his autobiography, he declares, The chief idea of my life is taking things with gratitude. Thanksgiving is an opportunity to shake off the doldrums of life as usual and wake up to how blessed we are. Even if it's been a tough year, the fact we all survived and we are here is a victory. Now, Chesterton's idea is that if we cultivate gratitude, our eyes will be open to the wonder we have been passing by unaware. And throughout the show today, we'll be referring to ways G.K. Chesterton was giving thanks. He says, first of all, say grace. Every good meal begins by giving thanks to God. Don't forget to gather the family and express gratitude before the rush to the turkey. Chesterton would approve, but believes grace before meals. Well, that's only the warm-up act. He says, you should eat turkey. Chesterton really liked turkey. In fact, he vigorously defended the tradition of eating them. Partly what makes a turkey special is that it's time-consuming to prepare so large that we rarely prepare them. And that makes the Thanksgiving meal 
something really, really special. And coming up, we're going to take a look at your weather, check in with sports, and then Sarah Kenzie will be joining us to talk with the folks over at Father Bernard Youth Center. Stay with me. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. I am Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical talk about real life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. It is 7.36 here at Modern Day Radio. When I left my house this morning at O-Dark 30 around 5 a.m., the rain was coming down. It looks like right now it's breaking up a little bit. You might still be uh, coming across a passion passing rain shower but that should begin to break up by midday it's a busy travel day too so give yourself a little extra time especially if you are heading to the airport over the mountain passes though well there's not much snow so you should get over just fine highs today in the valley reaching 52 degrees then overnight mostly cloudy with a low around 39 then for your thanksgiving day we begin the day with clouds and then mostly sunny into the afternoon. Currently, it is 49 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Salem.
And with Thanksgiving weekend almost here, many people will be traveling around Oregon over the next few days to celebrate the holiday. The coast may be seen some sneaker waves. So anyone planning to spend the holiday along the Oregon coast should be mindful possible sneaker waves. The National Weather Service in Portland said there is an increasing threat of waves on Thanksgiving Day and through the weekend. Now, sneaker waves are waves that suddenly surge further up the beach than expected, according to the National Weather Service. And they're powerful enough to sweep people into the ocean and can roll logs and other debris along the beach. The warning comes around the same time that the first king tides of the season will be viewable November 25th to the 27th. And Thanksgiving traditionally marks the start of the busy holiday season. Officials at Portland International Airport are gearing up for hundreds of thousands of travelers over the coming days. The Transportation Security Administration expects to set new record this holiday season. The agency is projected to screen more than 30 million people between November 17th to the 28th. Nearly 240,000 people are expected to pass through PDX over the weekend, Wednesday through Sunday. And that's up 9% compared to 2022. Now, Sunday, November 26th, will be the busiest day, according to the Port of Portland, with around 55,000 people coming to and from the airport. The Port of Portland recommends that people traveling within the United States arrive two and a half hours early and those with international flights, well, they should arrive three hours before their departure. Now, parking is particularly in high demand, the Port of Portland said, so travelers want to budget ample times to find a parking. And before heading to the airport, people can check on a live count of the available parking spaces on a line. Now, if you plan to also take an Uber or Lyft, remember there is the new parking area where you will pick those up, too. So if you need information, well, I'm sure there will be plenty of people there to guide you to where you need to be. And in Sports Friday, in-state rivalry will mark the 127th time and possibly the last time the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks will meet on the football field. Ahead of what should have been Spencer Webb's final game in Autzen Stadium, the Ducks are remembering their late teammate with a special uniform combo for the rivalry showdown with number 16 Oregon State. On Tuesday, Oregon unveiled its uniform combo for Friday's game against the Beavers. Ducks will sport green helmets, green jerseys, and white pants with Webb's name, number four, and a special logo are featured on the modeled uniforms. Webb died on July 13th of 2022 after falling on rock slides near Triangle Lake. In addition to all the emotion, there's a lot on the line for Oregon in Friday's rivalry clash. At number six, the Ducks are the highest ranked one-loss team in the college football playoff rankings. Oregon would secure a spot in the Pac-12 championship game rematch with Washington if it handles Oregon State. The game is set for 5.30 p.m. on Friday, airing on Fox News. Also on Friday, Central Catholic takes on Tualatin at 12.30 for the 6A football state champion at 12.30 at Hillsborough Stadium. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. It's that time of the year again. The Grotto's annual Christmas Festival of Lights begins this Friday at 5. 
featuring over 150 holiday concerts and over a million lights. The plaza area includes caroling, puppet shows, story times, holiday foods and beverages available, as well as seasonal shopping in the gift shop. Tickets are sold online and at the gate all throughout the festival. You can find this and many more events like it on the community calendar at materdayradio.com and on the Hail Mary media app. Since 2006, the Father Bernard Youth Center in Mount Angel has offered a place for young people to encounter Christ through retreats, adoration, and the sacraments. And there are a lot of amazing events and resources that the Father Bernard Youth Center offers to the wider Catholic community. This is Sarah Kinsey with Mater Day Radio. Joining me this morning is Emma Seiler, the Ministry Coordinator at Father Bernard Youth Center. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. It's great to have you here on The Morning Blend. Thank you. I'm very excited to be able to share with you this morning. Well, I'm excited too, and uh, especially as, as you know, Emma, because the Father Bernard Youth Center is a special place for me personally. It was a place that really was another home for me as a teenager and really had a huge impact on my relationship with God. And I'm also blessed that I've been able to continue this great relationship with the Father Bernard Youth Center um, as an adult. But Emma, for those who are not familiar with the Father Bernard Youth Center, or as we often call it, FBYC, uh, can you share a little bit about what it is and what is your mission? Yeah, so the Retreat Center, as you said, was founded in 2006, and it is a special place for youth and young adults to come and encounter Christ through the sacraments, through Mass, through reconciliation. Um, we serve over um, 2,900 um, youth and young adults throughout the year. Um, wow. We're located in the Willamette Valley, just inside Mount Angel, just a stone's throw away from the Mount Angel Abbey. Um, and it's, it's um, as you said, it's been a special place for you. It's also been a special place for me as a high schooler. I used to come here and then I started working here after I worked in youth ministry for a while. And then I've gone home to raise babies and I've come back because I just can't get enough of the place. And it, it has changed my life in so many ways. And I want it to be a blessing for so many people. And I think it can be. I think there's so many opportunities for for people to come and experience Christ in our beautiful chapel and through the sacraments here. Oh, I love that so much. I I, I agree with that. It, it is really a special place. And, uh, you know, for many of our listeners, they might know the name Father Bernard Youth Center, uh, maybe because they or maybe one of their kids uh, went on a retreat there. Tell us a little bit about some of those groups. Yeah, so we have a variety of groups. We serve everyone from confirmation groups to San Juan Diego to retreats that come up from California. There's just a wide range. Like if you can dream up a retreat, you can have it here. We've also put on retreats here ourselves um, as the ministry team, leading confirmation retreats and things like that. We are booked out. So if you want to get in, get get ahead of the schedule and call us now. <laughs> uh, but it's such a beautiful place. The layout for retreats is so perfect that I think a lot of people find it to be the the ideal spot to host a Catholic retreat, especially with the chapel being right here on campus and the ability to get priests from the Abbey. It's, it's beautiful. I agree. It is the ideal place uh, for a retreat, and I've been able to experience many of those myself. 
Now, besides the retreats, there's a lot of other special events that the Youth Center offers um, that are open really to the whole community. Um, Can you tell us about some of those events that you offer, uh, maybe some of the ones that you've had recently? Yeah, so we do. um, We do a family faith night, which is um, we gather together for dinner, for a meal, and then we do an hour of adoration with praise and worship. Um, and during adoration, it's just a beautiful time for the families to come together to expose young children to the Blessed Sacrament, to what adoration is like. Um, with music in the background, it helps to, you know, kind of bring us all, center us all. Right. That We get a ton of people that show up for those. And it's it's so beautiful to watch like a five-year-old go up and sit at the altar and just be in front of Christ. So those are our family faith nights, and those happen three times through throughout the school year. And then we've started a ladies night, which kind of follows the same format. We get together for wine and cheese social and just kind of spend some time together as women. Um, and then we lead into adoration where it's just a time for us. We're, we're busy. Moms, women in general are busy people. So it's just nice to be able to just come for an hour and not be pressured to do anything or talk to anybody. You just get to sit with Jesus and right. pour your heart out to him or yeah. <laughs> have a little wine beforehand and just pour it all out to him. And then we've also started Youth Adoration Nights, um, which will also take place three times throughout a year, follows the same kind of format. But again, like the youth are just, they're overwhelmed with so much that's going on in the world that I think they need that opportunity to just step out of the craziness. They, you know, they turn off their phones, they're just there in the presence. Like, even if they don't understand it and they don't know what to pray, he is penetrating their hearts, like he's getting into them. And I think that, you know, if we can give them that opportunity and the more times we can expose people to his presence, uh, meaning Christ, obviously, like what a blessing, what an opportunity it is for us to all be there. And then we also offer natural family planning, um, which takes place in the spring. And yeah, you can find more of that on our website. That's so wonderful. And, you know, I've been able to be part of a lot of these different types of adoration nights through doing music for them. And it's just a huge blessing to be there and to watch what happens when you just, you know, give people a little bit of food, (laughs) put them in front of Jesus. And there's this beautiful environment of the chapel. And, you know, we do our best to really set the stage, but, but it's all Christ, right? And he's the one that's just really moving in people's hearts. And it's just like, especially like for me where I'm sitting, I can hear them singing. I can, you know, see that they're praying and it's just really beautiful how much people want that time with, with our Lord in the blessed sacrament. Yeah. And you can totally see the difference from, you know, even the youth when they walk in the door for adoration and when they walk out, there's Mm -hmm. just a sense of the weight is lifted. Like, and, and maybe they walk out and they go straight back to their phones and they don't realize anything. But I believe that down the road, those experiences will shape their lives. Those experiences where they encountered Christ, even if that's the only time they've ever encountered him, mm-hmm. at least they've had that opportunity. And so that's ultimately what the youth center is here to create is those opportunities for not just youth, but for the entire family from, from little kids all the way to adulthood, where you can come and be present with Christ, where you can just be face to face with him. I mean, our world is so crazy and it's so nice to just stop for a minute and just be there. Absolutely. I I so agree with that. And speaking of, you know, just kind of stopping and and just being there and taking a pause, uh, 
you have a really great event that's coming up on uh, December 13th. That's a little bit different, uh, but I really think people should know about this. Uh, Can you tell our listeners about this minister's retreat that's coming up? Yeah, I'd love to. So the minister's retreat was born out of this idea that our ministers, our catechists, our religious education formators, our youth ministers, uh, music ministers, basically the whole pastoral care team, everybody is working so hard and so putting in so much effort for our parishes, for the people around us. Um, But once in a while, I think we forget how much we are valued by Christ, Mm, how much our job is so important for the salvation of souls. Um, So this minister's retreat is that idea that like, I believe and the ministry team here believes that we need to remind the whole church, how valuable they are as ministers, how much we appreciate what they're doing, even though they may never get a thank you or they often go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are just setting aside this day to just hopefully breathe life into them, give them the opportunity to once again, just come away, encounter Christ, be with other ministers who are also in the fight, in the battle for, for souls you know, our world's crazy. We need it. We need these ministers more than ever. And I believe that there is so much good that is coming about within the church, that there is just this whole like movement in fertile soil that's ready to be worked. Um, Mm. And I hope that this retreat will inspire and rejuvenate some of these ministers who have served for, you know, through COVID and before that and many, many years, or some who have just started out and realized that ministry is not a walk in the park. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. I, you know, as someone that's, you know, worked in ministry and especially in parish ministry in the past, I, I just so appreciate that, that you are offering this opportunity. Can you share uh, who exactly is this open to and where can they find more information? Yeah, so this is open to anybody who has volunteered or worked in the parish, whether you volunteered with Vacation Bible School or, you know, as far as RCIA or whatever your job is or volunteer position is. I mean, even if you are part of the funeral ministry team that puts on the meals, like you belong here. Like we want to thank you. We want to give you this opportunity. So literally anybody who's volunteering at church. um, Okay or working at the parishes, you are welcome. And you can find out more information for this um, at our website, fbyc.info. Um, and there's the ministry link on there that you can get more information. That's fantastic. And we'll be sure to also link to this information in the show notes uh, of this podcast. And you can also find this on Mater Dei Radio's community calendar. So like Emma said, if you volunteer in any way or or work at the parish, uh, we just invite you to be part of this great day retreat. Emma, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And, uh, you know, we're praying for all of you at the Youth Center and just just really excited about all that you're doing. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having us. And we appreciate the prayers. We definitely need them. Well, thanks so much, Emma. And uh, maybe in the new year, we'll catch up again and, and see what other types of events are coming up. It is 7.52 here at Mater Day Radio. With all that we have to be thankful for this holiday season, perhaps you have a very special prayer intention as well. Please let Mater Day Radio pray with you. 
If you head over to our website, materdayradio.com, there you will find our prayer hotline. There is no intention too great or too small that our prayer team members won't take and offer their prayers to our Lord. You can also find ways to give us the name of the faithfully departed, and we will include them in our daily recitation of the rosary. You'll also have access to the prayer hotline information, as well as a great library of prayers that you can say if you download today the free Hail Mary media app. One of the most popular prayers on there, it is the audio prayers with our Archbishop Alexander Sample. He prays the rosary. So check that out also. So again, it is our prayer hotline information at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Blanchet House of Hospitality. Since 1952, the Blanchet House has been providing food, clothing, shelter, and aid to those in need. Services include a downtown Portland cafe, residential living, transitional housing, case management, and a 12-step program at the farm. Support and volunteer opportunities are online at blanchethouse.org. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Support for Modern Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Are you looking for something to do this autumn rather than raking leaves? How about making plans to donate your old car to Mater Day Radio? In fact, we'll also accept the donation of a truck, van, RV, or boat. It's quick and easy and a likely tax deduction for you. In the process, you'll be supporting a faith-filled broadcast reaching thousands of listeners every day. It's Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Check it out on our website at materdayradio.com. Now, doesn't that sound better than raking leaves? Jack, I'm thankful for pizza. My name is Liv, and I'm thankful for my mom. My name is Henry, and I'm thankful for nature. My name is Lulu, and I'm thankful for Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving, kids. Jack, I had pizza last night for dinner. I'm pretty thankful for that. And Lulu, well, there ain't nothing better than the nature God created for us. So thank you all so much, Moscato's kids there at St. Uh, St. Thomas More Catholic Church just down the road here. Stay with us because throughout the show today, well, they're going to be telling us more about what they are thankful for. And coming up after the break, through a huge grant, families in Vancouver who are experiencing homelessness now have a path forward to permanent housing. What's a wonderful gift this holiday season for sure. I'll have that story for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. I'm excited to talk about today's saint because she's the patron saint I chose for my confirmation. 
I'm ashamed to admit that when I chose her as my patron saint, I didn't choose her for her humble and modest heart or for her kick-butt awesome relationship with the Lord. I chose her because she is the patron saint of musicians. The even sadder thing, I thought I was being unique. But I'm so glad that I quote unquote accidentally chose her to intercede for me throughout my faith journey because after I finally learned her story, I couldn't imagine a better intercessor. Cecilia was born in the beginning of the third century to a Roman family who were known for their bravery and intelligence. She already had the building blocks needed for a successful life, but she knew she needed more. Cecilia was known by many of the poor in Rome because of her charitable and modest heart, and they could usually find her at the caves of the martyrs. It was in these caves that she took her own vow of chastity and gave her heart completely to God. Wanting the best for their daughter, Cecilia's parents arranged for her to marry a young man named Valerian. Although he was not a Christian, he was a good suitor and worthy of Cecilia's hand in marriage. He had all the qualities needed for a heart willing to be open to truth. Normally, a bride is joyful on her wedding day, but this wasn't the case for Cecilia. How could a pagan man, as good as he was, understand her pledge to God and how her heart belonged to the Almighty already? She finally mustered the courage when she was alone with Valerian and admitted she had an angel jealously guarding her heart for the Lord. When he asked if he could see the angel, Cecilia said that only after he was purified in faith and baptized could he see her angel. By the grace of the Holy Spirit, Valerian was led to the Pope and received the good news in his heart upon which he requested to be baptized. Valerian kept the plea of his new bride and allowed her to keep her virginity, joining with her instead as a fellow brother in Christ. They were able to also convert Valerian's brother, and together the brothers set out to begin a ministry of burying Christian martyrs. Sadly, they were arrested for such heinous treason and martyred for this act. Moved with grief and desiring they also be buried, Cecilia was arrested for the same crime her husband had committed. She would go on to survive beheading for three dates and offered her suffering up to God in her final days, receiving the Eucharist before dying a martyr death in the year 330. Like I said, this girl was on fire and kicked death right in the face to make her point that God was with her. Do you know why St. Cecilia is the patron saint of musicians? It's because she sang the hymn of the love for Jesus in her heart her entire life. He was her true spouse, even in her marriage. Let us too sing the hymn of love for Jesus in our daily lives, rejoicing for he is the bridegroom and we are his bride. St. Cecilia, pray for us. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken the Saint. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download today our free Hail Mary media app. You can find all those details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news this hour, over 100 members of Congress are urging the Supreme Court to stop more than half of U.S. abortions by ordering the FDA to revoke its abortion pill approval. The lawmakers are arguing that the FDA's approval process for the abortion drug had many irregularities and the decision to approve them has endangered women and girls. The lawmakers argued in their brief that the Supreme Court should invalidate the FDA's 2000 approval of the abortion drug Mifepristone the pill that now accounts for over half of all U.S. abortions. The Supreme Court has not yet signaled whether or not it will take up the Biden administration or the appeals. 
The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops also signed on to the amicus brief urging the Supreme Court to revoke the FDA's abortion pill approval. And Council for the Homeless received a $5 million grant this week to end family homelessness in Clark County, the largest private grant in its history. The Bezos Day One Family Fund, launched in 2018 and founded by American entrepreneur Jeff Bezos, awards grants to organizations and civic groups across the nation who are making stride toward ending family homelessness. Council for the Homeless was one of the two Washington entities that received a grant. Now, as of this month, there are 194 families in Clark County experiencing some form of homelessness. In the press release, Council for the Homeless stated the funding would be used to strengthen local solutions and reduce the number of families couch surfing or living doubled up. Now, doubled up is a term used to describe children living in shared houses, such as with another family or friends due to various crises. The funding will also support more collaborative efforts between the council and community partners. So just how good is this year's Christmas tree harvest in the Pacific Northwest. Tree farms across the region are experiencing a great harvest. There are there may have been a little concern during the heat wave, but what turned things around were the rains during the last couple of months. Portland already has seen nearly five inches of rain so this month so far. And crews are getting ready for a busy season in Oregon alone. There's about $110 million farm revenue a year. So you want to get out maybe and cut down your own tree. Well, Christmas tree permits are available seasonally through recreation.gov. And fourth grade students who have an every kid outdoors pass, well, they can get a free Christmas tree permit by either visiting one of the Willamette National Forest offices or again through recreation.gov. That sounds like a lot of fun. Please remember to bring all of your tools with you when you head out. For sure, you don't want to have to make a last-minute trek back to your car to retrieve your saw. Now, gratitude was important to G.K. Chesterton in his autobiography. He declares the chief idea of my life Taking things with gratitude. Thanksgiving is an opportunity to shake off those doldrums of life as usual and wake up to how blessed we are throughout the show today. We're getting a little uh, attitude of gratitude from G.K. Chesterton today. Of course, in our first hour, we talked about how he said it's important to say grace, but that's just the warm up act. You can enjoy that turkey. He enjoyed turkey himself also. You can also and need to face reality. Gratitude comes with a price, says Chesterton, and the price is truth. Facing reality is the best way to avoid either the low of despair or the high of presumption. Coming to grips with the truth is the best way to cultivate a sense of hope and savor and experience because truth places before us exactly what we have and avoids mistaken comparisons about how we deserve better or worse. Comparisons, he says, kills happiness. And expect nothing. The insistence that we have a right to something destroys appreciation for it. 
At Thanksgiving, not only is each part of the feast a miracle, but so is the gathering of families, the card games, the fire in the hearth, and kids running wild underfoot. We don't have a right to any of these blessings, which can make us all the more thankful for them. And coming up, we're going to take a look at sports and a weather check. That's next. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And so many great things going on this weekend. So please check out our community calendar. There's events for the whole family, like the Brados Festival of Lights, special holy hours that the whole family can partake in, and great retreats leading into the Advent season. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are, and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. That you would send the Holy Spirit to them send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. Circle members, including Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, a place to celebrate life's moments. Ernesto's offers full-service dining, banquet facilities for groups of 15 to 180, catering, takeout, and large order delivery, featuring traditional Italian dishes with Chef Marco's inspired modern entrees and weekly specials. Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, 8544 Southwest Apple Way on Beaverton Hillsdale Highway next to Jesuit High School. What's the best way to stay on top of things in our local Catholic community? Monterey Radio's Hail Mary Media app is the perfect way to connect directly into all the exciting fall activities. And you can jump right into the middle of it all like a big pile of leaves. Simply search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to MonterdayRadio.com and follow the instructions. In just minutes, you'll be accessing our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. Plus, set a customized schedule of your own prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio and download podcasts of all our original programming, including shows you won't find on the radio. Plus, you'll discover our Catholic lifestyle features, news, sports, fun fall festivities on the interactive community calendar, and much, much more. Get plugged directly into your local Catholic community with the Hail Mary Media app from Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 
It is 8.08 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, if you're getting up this morning, might want to take with you a little bit of extra patience as you head into work. Many people are heading in early, so, well, they can get out early and start the holiday. Rain moved in overnight, too, so we've got some wet roads ahead. But it's a very busy travel day, too. Mountain Pass is going to be damp, but not snow-covered. Highs today right around 52 degrees and overnight mostly cloudy with a low around 39. Nine tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, mostly cloudy in the morning, well, and then some sunshine coming out into the afternoon. Currently, it is 48 degrees at St. Mark's Catholic Church in Eugene, and it is 46 degrees at St. Mark's Catholic Church in Castle Rock, Washington. <music> And if you are headed to the airport this morning, Thanksgiving traditionally marks the start of a very busy holiday travel season. Officials at Portland International Airport are gearing up for hundreds of thousands of travelers over the coming days. The Transportation Security Administration expects to set a new record this holiday season. The agency is projected to screen more than 30 million people between November 17th to the 28th and nearly 240,000 people are expected to pass through PDX over Thanksgiving weekend, Wednesday through Sunday. And that's up about 9% compared to 2022. Uh, uh, Sunday, November 26th will be the busiest day, according to Portland Uh, Port authorities with around 55,000 people coming to and from the airport. The Port of Portland recommends that people traveling with the U.S. arrive two and a half hours early. And those with international flights, you got to be there about three hours before your departure time. Parking is particularly in high demand, the Port of Portland said, so travelers will want to budget ample time to find parking. And before heading to the airport, people can check on the live count of available parking spaces online. That's kind of a great added feature. And Israel's cabinet on Wednesday approved a temporary ceasefire with Hamas militant group that is expected to bring the first halt in fighting in a devastating six-week war and win freedom for dozens of hostages held captive in the Gaza Strip in exchange for the release of Palestinians detained in Israeli prisons. The deal calls for a four-day ceasefire during which Israel will halt its military offensive in Gaza while Hamas frees at least 50 of the roughly 240 hostages it and other militants are holding. The first hostages to be released are women and children. Under Wednesday's deal, Hamas is expected to release roughly 12 hostages each day. While the statement did not say when the truce would begin, Israeli media reports said the hostages could begin to be released as soon as Thursday. And in sports, more than 2 million people are expected to watch the November 25th Apple Cup football game between the University of Washington Huskies and the Washington State University Cougars at Husky Stadium. But two Catholic parishes on opposite sides of the state will also be watching a related rivalry, a bet on the game's outcome between Father Bill Herrick, pastor at St. Bridget's Parish in Seattle, 
and is the youngest brother, Father Paul Herrick, pastor at St. Thomas More Catholic Student Center at WSU. The brothers will meet on Husky Stadium Field before the game to make their bet official. So what's at stake? Well, the brother whose team loses will have to don the opposing jersey and stroll around their own team's campus for an hour. Oh, there's nothing like a friendly rivalry, but two priests and a family. I think that is really, truly a blessing. And I suppose the winning brother, he gets a bragging rights for the whole next year. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. St. Philip Neary Church is hosting a holiday piano benefit concert featuring Michael Allen Harrison with special guest Julianne Johnson. This concert takes place November 28th at 7 p.m. and the proceeds will go to benefit the St. Philip Neary Altar Society. For this event and many more like it, visit materdayradio.com to see our community calendar. You can also see the community calendar on the Hail Mary Media app. Well, it's kind of like a New Year's Eve for the Catholic liturgical calendar. Coming up this weekend, it is the Feast of Christ the King. And that's the last Sunday of our liturgical calendar because we flipped the calendar to a new year for the first Sunday of Advent. And joining me today with a special episode of the Glory of the Mass for such a feast day, it is our good friend Terry Ross is joining me today to give us a preview of his upcoming episode number 221. Good morning, Terry. Thanks so much for joining us today. As always, it's my pleasure, Brenda. So you are continuing your celebration of the Great Palestrina this month. You've picked out a Mass. Now, this is what's interesting, though. When we label this Sunday as the Feast of Christ the King, this is relatively a newer celebration. So this isn't a particular Mass that was written in honor of this feast day because I don't think it was named a feast day way back when Palestrina wrote this Mass. I'm not sure if it was or not, but in, in any case, um, I just wanted to play this Mass by Palestrina, and it's, it's not particular to the Feast of Christ the King. There are a few Masses that, that you could use, but a lot more motets that feature Christ the King. Okay. So tell us, remind our listeners, uh, they're not familiar with some of the elements of Palestrina's music, but what is very distinct about his writing? His writing is very complicated and yet simple. That is, all the parts are separate from each other, but they come together to make one beautiful sound. Um, you can, that is, the singers aren't all singing the same words at the same time. Mm-hmm. One, one group will come in, and then after a little while, another group will come in after them, and then a third, fourth, maybe even fifth and sixth. But they all, all sing their own stuff, but their own stuff is put together in a way that it goes together. Uh, Fugal or polyphonic writing. Terry, in our past discussions, we've talked about uh, great composers and who influenced them or who was influenced by them. Does Palestrina stand out as one of those composers who had a great teacher or was he the one whose music was an influence of many other composers that came after? 
much more the second of those. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure Palestrina had good teachers and everything. All these guys, you have to understand, in the Renaissance, started out singing in choirs when they were just little boys. Oh. Uh, so they learned how to read music and everything before they were, uh, before puberty even. Um, and so Palestrina probably got taught by a lot of people, whoever the, were the choir directors, where he was in, uh, a boy singer in the town, by the way, called Palestrina. That's why he's called Da Palestrina. Oh. Giovanni Pierluigi of Palestrina, Da Palestrina. Oh, interesting. But and he, we just know him as... Palestrina. Palestrina. Because there's only one Palestrina. He was he was extremely uh, influential on other composers because he perfected, in to a certain extent, that kind of music. Very smooth, but very complicated at the same time. Um, later composers looked to Palestrina as an influence. Handel, for example, uh, the Baroque composer, uh, looked to Palestrina as an influence when he wanted to try to write things in an older style. Okay. Um, Beethoven was very fond of Palestrina's music, as mm. were a lot of other composers, because he's so, it's perfect in a way. Oh, of course. And especially if you are writing music for the Holy Mass, well, you will always aim to be the best that you possibly can be. Terry Ross is joining us today. We are getting a preview of this week's Glory of the Mass, a mass picked out for the Feast of Christ the King. As we always do when we get together, Terry, we listen to a piece of music and we've picked one out. But this choir that is going to sing this song is the choir of Trinity College. And you said something very interesting as we were preparing that these singers are undergraduates. Kind of explain this choir a little bit. Yes, they're young, they're young scholars at Trinity College. Some of them are music majors, some aren't. Uh, they try out for the choir. Um, and this particular recording is one that was conducted by Richard Marlowe, who for decades was the scholar at Trinity College and the, the director of that choir. And he made that choir internationally famous because of his wonderful taste in music and his ability. Uh, they have good voices, but he really knows how to make them come together. Oh, as any good conductor would be able to just yeah. get a choir to come and sing together beautifully. So we're going to listen to a piece of this. Now, this is not part of the uh, Palestrina Misa. This is an added piece that you picked out. Remind us, an offertory? Uh, no, this is oh. just a motet. Uh called Deus tu conversus, God, you convert us, you change us. Oh, and this <laughs> is of the choir of Trinity College, Cambridge, under the direction of Richard Marlowe. Exactly. Okay, so Terry, you know, as you've been teaching me over these years about classical music, I hear in that that beautiful clarity 
that you were talking about with Palestrina. It is complex because I hear the singers coming in at different times, singing different words. Mm -hmm. And I believe I'm correct when I say these are all men. No. Oh, it is not all men this time. Not at all. No, it's a mixed choir. Oh, it is? Yes, girls and boys. I call them girls and boys because they're all young. Oh, (laughs) Okay, that's good to know. Young now, that was women. not always the case, though, especially during Palestrina times. There would not have been women in his choir. That's right. For the, for the high parts, the treble voices, they used uh, boys. Okay. Sometimes men would sing countertenor, that is the alto part, and the boys would sing soprano. Okay. But here it's girls singing soprano oh, and Oh, okay. Alto. Well, now that makes a whole lot more sense because I was about to go, wow, that is an incredible choir. So thank you so much for pointing that out. Terry Ross joining us this morning to give us a preview of this week's Glory of the Mass. Terry, remind our listeners what times they can listen to your show here at Mater Day Radio. We air on Saturday at 4 o'clock and on sun- Sunday the same show at 2 o'clock. All right, so you got a couple of great opportunities to listen. And one thing that, other that's interesting about this particular show, uh, the Mass is called Mess Misa Veni Sponsa Christi, Come Bride of Christ, by mm. Palestrina. Um, and he wrote a motet called Veni Sponsa Christi. And he used that motet as the material to base his Mass on. Which I makes see. It, which makes it... Uh, uh, an interesting thing, because you can listen to the motet, which I play first, and then see if you can pick out that melody in the mass that follows. Okay, I will definitely try to do that. Terry, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today with this preview of this week's episode. You're very welcome, as always. And again, that is Terry Ross. If you would like to see the full playlist of this week's episode, please go to materdayradio.com under our programming menu. Find the glory of the mass. Again, we are talking about episode 221. And underneath that episode, you'll find that full, beautiful playlist. And also while you're there, you can take a look at our full programming schedule. Again, you'll access it at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. It is 822 here at Mater Day Radio. In fact, speaking of our programming schedule, it is a Wednesday. That means Miriam Marston will be blazing the trail this evening. And we've got such a great lineup of locally produced shows and also the best of Catholic and national shows. Now, you can listen live to Mater Day Radio if you happen to be traveling for this Thanksgiving season Well, download the Hail Mary Media app right there on the front of the app. You'll see the listen live button. So no matter where you are really in the world, so long as you've got access to the app, you will be able to play all of your favorite shows. And through the app, you are also going to have access to the podcast. So if you miss it live and you want to hear what what you missed, Well, you can listen to the podcast, so check it out on the Hail Mary Media app, and you'll also have access to the podcast at materdayradio.com. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, Family Dentist online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. 
That's 503-252-1722. Are you spiritually ready for Christmas? Advent is a time to prepare our hearts and minds for the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. But with so much going on in our lives, it can be hard to take advantage of the season and really prepare ourselves for the gift of Christmas. My name is Daniel Oberreiter, the lead singer of the Catholic band, The Thirsting. Along with St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church and pastor, Father Matt Libra, I want to personally invite you to attend three evenings of adoration, contemplation, and praise of the Blessed Sacrament, beginning Wednesday, December 6th, from 6 to 7 p.m. at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, 2727 Northeast 54th Avenue in Portland. Confessions will also be heard each night. For more details, go to strosepdxparish.org. Come join us every Wednesday evening this Advent at St. Rose of Lima Parish and adore the Lord of the Universe, Jesus our Savior. Advent, it only comes once a year. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Day Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass, Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. My name is Eloise. I'm thankful for Mary. My name is Luke, and I'm thankful for Legos. I'm Dylan, and... I'm thankful for my baby brother. My name is Carter, and I'm thankful for my dog. Happy Thanksgiving! And it is 826 here at Mater Day Radio. So many wonderful things to be thankful for. Those are the kindergartners at St. Thomas More School, just down the road here from Mater Day Radio. Well, coming up, even though he had very harsh words about Pope Francis during his campaign, the new president of Argentina stops in the middle of an interview to take a call from the Vatican. I'll have that story for you coming up in news in three minutes. And this is Sanctus Real. My God is still the same. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
man that is Sanctus Real, my God is still the same. It is 8.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. Pope Francis contacted the president-elect of Argentina, Javier Millet, to congratulate him on his victory in Sunday's runoff presidential election. The pontiff called the future president of Argentina on Tuesday and had what they called a pleasant and very good conversation. When the call was made, an aide personally went looking for Millet, who was recording a television interview. The president-elect interrupted the report to talk with the Holy Father. Millet also extended the invitation for Pope Francis to visit Argentina next year as head of state and leader of the church. The phone call from Rome comes after some harsh criticism by the Pope by Malay in public statements the next president had claimed that the pontiff was the representative of the evil one on earth and had proffered other insults for which he was urged to apologize in the presidential debates Malay in addition to offering his apology guaranteed that if pope wants to visit Argentina he will be respected not only as head of state but as a leader of the Catholic Church. Over 100 members of Congress are urging the Supreme Court to stop more than half of U.S. abortions by ordering the FDA to revoke its abortion pill approval. The lawmakers are arguing that the FDA's approval process for the abortion drug had many irregularities and the decision to approve them has endangered women and girls. Lawmakers argued in their brief that the Supreme Court should invalidate the FDA's 2000 approval of the abortion drug Mifepristone, the pill that now accounts for over half of all U.S. abortions. The Supreme Court has not yet signaled whether or not it will take up the Biden administration or the appeal. The U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishops also signed on to the amicus brief urging the Supreme Court to revoke the abortion pill approval. And Council for the Homeless in Vancouver received $5 million this week to end family homelessness in Clark County, the largest private grant in history. The Bezos Day One Family Fund, launched in 2018 and founded by American entrepreneur Jeff Bezos, awards a grant to organizations and civic groups across the nation who are making stride towards ending family homelessness. Council for the Homeless was one of two Washington entities to receive a grant. As of this month, there are 194 families in Clark County experiencing some form of homelessness. In the press release, Council for the Homeless stated the funding would be used to strengthen local solutions and reduce the number of families couch surfing or living doubled up. Now, doubled up is a term used to describe children living in shared housing, such as with another family or friends due to various crises. The funding will also support more collaborative efforts between the council and community partners. Now, gratitude, that's very important, especially to G.K. Chesterton. In his autobiography, he declares, the chief idea of my life is taking things with gratitude. 
Now, Thanksgiving is an opportunity to shake off the doldrums of life as usual and wake up to how blessed we are. Even if it's been a tough year, the fact we all survived and are here, that's a victory. Chesterton's idea is that if we cultivate gratitude, our eyes will be open to the wonder we have been passing by unaware. So we've been talking about these throughout the show. Of course, we began the show by saying grace. He said, eat a turkey. It's important to face reality and we should expect nothing. Now he goes on to say, more is not better. The aim of life is appreciation, writes Chesterton. There is no sense in not appreciating things and There is no sense in having more of them if you have less appreciation of them. Maybe we could all dial back a bit on the gluttony. Hmm? Maybe even if the food is less than perfect or a family member is missing this year, if we don't appreciate what is in front of us, no addition will make us happier. And lastly, he says, shake off familiarity. Chesterton writes, the most extraordinary thing in the world is an ordinary man and an ordinary woman and their ordinary children. His amazement extends all the way to marveling over grass being green. Because Thanksgiving happens every year, perhaps we greet it familiar arrival as another event on the calendar. But here's the thing. Every event on the calendar, each new day is more special than we realize. Each moment unfolds like a delicate flower, he says. Stop and smell that flower. Take a moment and give thanks because the food at the meal is actually a feast and the people around you are family. The house is a home and life is so, so special. And coming up, we get to take a look at sports, a weather check. And then, well, we are going to Texas for a Texas-sized Thanksgiving. That's all coming up after the break. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Jesus lived on this earth for 30-some years, but isn't it interesting that we know only about a few of them? One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. We know nothing about most of Jesus' life. We can imagine that he lived such a good and ordinary life that it did not attract attention. Yet this average, everyday fidelity was the preparation for that mission we know from the Gospels. We don't know what God will have in store for us to do in the future. Life according to St. Benedict's rule tells us that the best way for us to prepare for it is by being faithful in the ordinary demands of our life, day after day. For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, visit OneMinuteMonk.com, O-N-E-MinuteMonk.com. Only by fidelity in the seemingly small things we are expected to accomplish each day 
can we ever be prepared for whatever difficult sacrifices might eventually be asked of us? Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd, inviting you to join me on my weekly podcast, Faith Moments with Dina Marie, where I proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings, a perfect way to enhance your study of sacred scripture. My Faith Moments podcast is found on your favorite podcast platform or on the Hail Mary Media app. It's easy to download and absolutely free. Check it out today. The Faith Moments with Dina Marie podcast made available thanks to Matre Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 8.39 here at Mater Day Radio. Another check in your weather this morning. So rain moved in overnight. Still lots of wet roads, but it does seem like things are slowly beginning to break up. Very busy travel day, so take your time. Mountain Pass is going to be damp, but not snow covered, so that's a good thing. Highs today reaching at 52 degrees. Then overnight, we are mostly cloudy with a low around 39 degrees. Then for your Thanksgiving Day, We begin with clouds tomorrow, then mostly sunny into the afternoon. Highs getting to the low 50s. And then it also looks like we begin a drying trend because we've got a mix of sun and clouds into next week. But no real rain in the forecast. So that is something wonderful. Currently, it is 49 degrees at St. Ignatius Catholic Church in Portland. With Thanksgiving weekend almost here, many people will be traveling around Oregon over the next few days to celebrate the holiday. The coast may see some sneaker waves. Anyone planning to spend the holiday along the Oregon coast should be mindful of possible sneaker waves. The National Weather Service in Portland said there is an increasing threat of sneaker waves on Thanksgiving Day and through the weekend. Sneaker waves are waves that suddenly surge farther up the beach than expected, according to National Weather Service. They're powerful enough to sweep people into the ocean and can roll logs and other debris along the beach. The warning comes around the same time that the first king tides of the season will be viewable November 25th to the 27th. So just how good is this year's Christmas tree harvest in the Pacific Northwest? Well, tree farms across the region are expecting a great harvest. There have been a little bit of concern during that heat wave, but what turned things around were the rains during the last couple of months. Portland has already seen nearly five inches of rain for the month so far. Now, crews are getting ready for a busy season. In Oregon alone, there's about $110 million of farm revenue a year. But if you want to get out, maybe cut down your own tree in the forest. Christmas tree permits are available seasonally through recreation.gov. And fourth grade students who have an Every Kid Outdoor Pass can get a free Christmas tree permit by either visiting one of the Willamette National Forest offices or, again, through recreation.gov. 
And in sports, Friday's in-state rivalry will mark the 127th time and possibly the last time the Oregon State Beavers and Oregon Ducks will meet on the football field. Now, ahead of what should have been Spencer Webb's final game in Autzen Stadium, the Ducks are remembering their late teammate with a special uniform combo for the rivalry showdown with number 16 Oregon State. On Tuesday, Oregon unveiled its uniform combo for Friday's game against the Beavers. They will sport green helmets, green jersey, white pants, and Webb's name, number four, and a special logo on the uniform. Webb died on July 13th of 2022 after falling on rock slides near Triangle Lake. Now, in addition to all the emotion, there is a lot on the line for Oregon in Friday's rivalry clash at number six. The Ducks are the highest-ranked one-loss team in the college football playoff rankings. Oregon would secure a spot in the Pac-12 championship game rematch with Washington if it can handle Oregon State. That game is set for 5.30 p.m. on Friday, airing on Fox. Also on Friday, Central Catholic takes on Tualatin at 12.30 for the 6A football state championship uh, that begins at 1230 at Hillsborough Stadium. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. It's that time of the year again. The Grotto's annual Christmas Festival of Lights begins this Friday at 5, featuring over 150 holiday concerts and over a million lights. The plaza area includes caroling, puppet shows, story times, holiday foods and beverages available, as well as seasonal shopping in the gift shop. Tickets are sold online and at the gate all throughout the festival. You can find this and many more events like it on the community calendar at materdayradio.com and on the Hail Mary media app. My name is William and I'm thankful for God. My name is Hattie. I'm thankful for water. My name is Quentin. I'm thankful for my family. My name is Ava. I'm thankful for playing soccer. Happy Thanksgiving! Aw, and a very happy Thanksgiving, too. Of course, those are the wonderful kindergartners. They are so thankful at St. Thomas More Catholic School just down the hill. Thank you so much to Ms. Gatto for helping me arrange this. And kids, you are so grateful for so many things. And you remind us what we should all be thankful for. Well, we are heading into this Thanksgiving weekend. And, you know, the saying goes, things are bigger in Texas. Well, joining me this morning to let me know if Thanksgiving meals are bigger in Texas. It is Mater Day Radio's Executive Director, Patrick Ryan. Well, he's in Texas for the holiday. Good morning, Pat. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, everything is bigger in Texas, including my stomach. <laughs> Have you already been partaking in uh, some Thanksgiving treats? Oh, my gosh, Brenda. From the moment I landed, it has been a nonstop feast. We have uh, <laughs> all, all my favorites have been on, on order. Yesterday was chicken fried steak day. We've had barbecue, Tex-Mex, and then tomorrow, of course, the, the big Thanksgiving day feast. So, 
Uh, I know gluttony's a sin. I, I definitely am going to have to get to confession about that. <laughs> oh, well, you know, so long as it's with a gratitude in heart, then maybe uh, the, the forgiveness will come a little bit easier. So, Pat, uh, so let me ask you, I talked earlier in the week. My family came up from San Diego. I picked them up from the airport on a Monday, and my mom, a wonderful saint that she is, she comes with gifts in hand for us, it was tamales. We had a chance to oh. take in any Texas tamales since you've been down there. I haven't had tamales on Saturday. So, yes, that's a big tradition here uh, to have the tamales at, at, during the holidays, and of course, all year long. But there's a special masa. That's what they use uh-huh. uh, to surround either meat or, or a vegetable inside the corn husk. And uh, they make kind of a holiday with a, a cinnamon, and it's a little bit sweet, and uh, it's it's really special this time of year to get that. Oh, wonderful. I've got a lot of great things on our menu this year, and so I'm looking forward to a whole lot of things. So I thought, Patrick, since we got you on the phone, we'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving meal. So in Texas, is there a particular dish or within your family that is unique for the Thanksgiving, uh, we'll say, array of uh, accoutrements that you can enjoy for the meal? I would say uh, it's probably a pretty typical Thanksgiving meal, but uh, the one weakness I have always is pecan pie. Oh, that is, okay. Yeah, it, it, it is definitely something I have to have. If there's a, a, a dish that's unique, and I think it's really caught on across the country, but uh, we uh, like to have a fried turkey. Now, that may sound strange to you. It's not like you would fry a chicken. It is actually a deep-fried turkey. And what they do is they will inject a, a kind of a, a marinade into the, into the meat uh-huh. and, and, then, and then let that set, or, or you could brine it, and then uh, put some you know spices on the side of it and then just drop it in a deep, deep fryer uh, that way. You don't batter it or anything like that. <laughs> And it just locks all the juice inside. It is, it's fantastic. And the flavor is amazing. So if there's anything that's kind of unique, uh, that might be it. But I know that's catching on all around the country because it is delicious. So I've seen videos online of people trying to make these deep fried turkeys. Sometimes <laughs> they have a little bit of trouble. Sometimes they get into some real serious trouble if they are not being careful. I've never had a deep fried turkey, but had, those look delicious. I would absolutely try one. So, in fact, I pulled up a little statistic. And, and, and let me offer what? some advice. Uh, before you fry the turkey, make sure you take the giblet bag out of it. Because uh, <laughs> we made that mistake when year and looked over at the fire there was flames coming out of it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's some it of the trouble good, though. <laughs> that's some of the trouble i've seen online people get into so please be very careful if that's the way you're going to do it i'm just going to go ahead and let the experts take care of it for me i got to find a place <laughs> around portland that's going to make a deep fried turkey for sure so, Pat, I was looking at some statistics for the holiday, and what they found is this year nearly three in five Thanksgiving shoppers will buy a turkey. I mean, that is like the number one wow. dish. They're going to buy a turkey. But did you know that here on the West Coast, we are more likely to opt for a turkey alternative 
while older generations stick to the classics. Yeah, consumers in Western U.S. are twice as likely to purchase seafood or a meat alternative for Thanksgiving. The term tofurkey, I think, kind of comes up when we look about meat alternatives. Uh, I will, oh, that's just wrong. Uh, that's just wrong. I'm going to pass on the tofurkey, but <laughs> I would enjoy seafood. I think some people make seafood or clams in a stuffing uh, th- that go along with it. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, the alternatives, mm, yeah, I'm going to stick with the uh, traditional uh, turkey. So we're having on the menu, in addition to the ham and the turkey, is a, a jalapeno encrusted pork loin. And I have to tell you, I'm really looking forward to that. Really? But no tofurkey. No, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> I think that's in Texas, you might be pretty hard-pressed. You might have to go to Austin to find a tofurkey. <laughs> but uh, out where you are in Waco, probably no tofurkey around. So I found this recipe that I think might be interesting, too, is if you had a, a, a young family that you want to treat. It's called M&M casserole. Have you ever heard of this? Whoa, no, I'm I'm taking notes. This sounds good. Okay, here we go. Just it's just four ingredients. So you get a bag of plain M&Ms. And then you get a bag of peanut M&Ms. Then a bag of almond M&Ms and a bag of peanut M&Ms. So they say you've got to open the bag very carefully, and then you get a bowl and you pour them in. Now the trick comes, you get a spoon and you mix it real well. And now you got M&M casserole. You put that on the table and let kids have a good time. I love it. I love it. That's good. So we were talking in my house, too, one of the unusual things. It actually is not an hors d'oeuvre. We put it actually on the Thanksgiving table along with everything else. We're a deviled egg family. And so the kids love oh. deviled eggs. But like I said, those go along with the jello salad and the pea salad and everything else that goes along with it. We're going to put deviled eggs right on the table. That's a big thing in my family, but you, you know how I feel about eggs. I know. I mean, You're it's, not it's getting a personal thing. But everybody else in my family loves those deviled eggs. Yeah, they are a treat. And it's kind of, I know they're labor intensive. So, you know, it's kind of a holiday thing. That's is. when they're served. Mm-hmm. Or it's also, uh, uh, I've noticed uh, uh, a few times having them for a tailgate, but it's always like an event. Oh, for sure. There's some places in town that have some smoked deviled eggs that uh, I enjoy those very, very much as well. So, well, Patrick, we're coming to the end of our segment. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving. And yeah, is there something special you'd like to say thank you for that you're especially grateful for this year? You know, Brenda, it is always so touching how our listeners at Mantra Day Radio just are so generous and, and just uh, humble us with that generosity. And uh, I just want to say thank you. I mean, we're especially thankful this time of year, but we're thankful year-round for the blessings that, that we receive. And, you know, uh, the Lord and Our Lady take such good care of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, it's just amazing. And uh, just, I just have to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and thank you brenda for all you do oh patrick you are most welcome and thank you too for all that you do here at mater day radio it's great to talk with you enjoy the warm weather in texas and very very happy thanksgiving god bless you support for mater day radio comes from our leadership circle members including dr mark bianco family dentist 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. What do you get when you cross a Catholic radio show host and a permanent deacon? A match made in heaven. I'm Deacon Scott Aiken from the Archdiocese of Seattle. And I'm Brenda Aiken from The Morning Blend. Work and family life can be hectic. We understand, and together we'll find God's grace. We may not always agree, but we are always faithful. Listen on Friday evenings at 7.30 and Sunday evenings at 6 as we share stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. Right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And one last look at your weather. Rain moved in overnight. We've got wet woes this morning. It's a busy travel day, so take some extra time. Highs today around 52 degrees with a low of 39 overnight. It's also going to usher in some dry days, so it should be a fairly mild day tomorrow and through the weekend. Currently, it is 48 degrees right here in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is Matt Marr alive and breathing. I am the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What holds your heart? What stirs your soul? What matters come to mind? The cares you keep, the thoughts you think, it's not all wasted time Seeking you will find Joy still comes in the morning Hope still walks with the hurting If you're still alive and breathing Praise the Lord Don't stop dancing and
And that is Matt Marr, alive and breathing. It's 8.59 right here at Mater Day Radio. Oh, and that is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We pray for you, your family, for all of your special intentions, and hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration. Again, thank you to God for all of his wonderful gifts. That is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. I'm back on a Monday with a new co-host, and we hope you join us then. Have a very blessed day. Thanksgiving.